0: Hi, my beautiful queens and kings. It is your one and only queen dish here. I have a fabulous, beautiful, special guest here today. As you can see, I have the beautiful Miss Wendy Roach and I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about her uh, and let her introduce herself in her own way. Uh, Wendy Roach is the Miss Plus Intercontinental 2021. She's a plus-size model, author, public speaker, volunteer, doctorate student, and a regional director at a top 10 healthcare company in the United States. She won the title of Miss Plus Intercontinental 2021. She's using her title to spread the message of self-acceptance, positive thinking, and leadership globally with virtual engagements and world travel so we are very delighted to have miss queen should i say queen uh wendy on the mm-hmm. podcast today say hello
1: hello nice to see everyone It's great Welcome. to see you. thank you so much for having me on your show absolutely i am i am delighted
0: um, I just want you to sort of give them um, a little bit about yourself. Um, I think it's a little better for the guests to just give us a little brief, you know, intro um, in your own way as to who you are.
1: Sure. I'm going to start with saying that I am just very happy and excited to just be living a great and incredible life. I feel like I've been incredibly blessed with so many wonderful things and wonderful opportunities that not only have the opportunities come, but I've had an op- I've taken advantage of those opportunities. I've gone out for those. And so where does that find me at today? Well, besides the Miss Plus Intercontinental title and the job that you had mentioned, I also um, have had the opportunity to speak with women around the world and just talk about problems or issues or concerns that we face, not only with leadership, but positivity and body image and, and all those things. And I think that I've come to a, I guess you could say a second rebirth mm-hmm. <laughs> in myself and discovering and, and, and realizing that I am, I'm not alone. And I think when we live in our own little bubble, we begin to say, oh, okay, well, I see this flaw, and nobody else has that but me. I'm the only one experiencing it. And so that's actually how I've become a happier person through soul searching and having dialogue and discussion with other women in the world that are experiencing all these same things. So I love doing that, I love talking to people which is really interesting. I'm, I actually am a little bit of an introvert Mm. (laughs) and people are always very surprised when they hear that. Yeah. Um, but previously I would be able to walk into a room and find a little corner and just be really happy in that little (laughs) corner. And (laughs) if somebody came by to say hi, you know, it was okay. But, um, this is really had an opportunity for me to come a lot out of my shell as well. So I am, I I am one of those people that I live life unapologetically now. And I am so much more happier.
0: (laughs) Amen to that, amen to that. I am all for us being uh, unapologetic, living unapologetic, you know, because you know, as women, I mean, Right. Let's be honest, you know, we're not really conditioned to, we're not really conditioned to, to be our best and, you know, live life grand, you know, we're kind of conditioned to be small, you know, play small. Um, so that's, that's, I love that you said that because, um, you know, for the women that are listening, I I want them to be able to feel like they're just like us because they are, right. they're just like us, you know? So can you tell us a little bit about how you got
1: started in pageantry? Sure. Absolutely. Um, back in 2016, I found myself never married, no children. All my friends were married and have mm. kids. And still to this day, I'm not married and I have no children. Okay. Um, and, and that's okay. I can say that now without tears coming down my face, but it's okay. And I found myself, oh my gosh, I have, I go to work, I go home, I have no friends to do anything with because they all have commitments with their husbands or their children. Mm -hmm. And I said, this isn't very fun. (laughs) This isn't very fun. (laughs) So I actually got into pageantry to make new friends. I am a very firm believer that I use strategy in personal life, not just in my business Mm -hmm. life. So whenever we do work as a leader, or um, in a company or whatever, we're always using strategy to get things done or to make, to make new sales or, or whatever it may be. Why aren't we applying it to our personal life? So I'm like, okay, strategize. I'm going to think out of the box. And what do I enjoy doing? I enjoy humanitarian work, volunteer work. I like glamour. I love crowns. Hello. So, so (laughs) I looked, and I had been a model for since 91, actually, I do most, I did mostly runway. So I looked for something that was going to kind of combine everything that I like to do so that I can meet like minded women or women with similar interests. Mm -hmm. And so I looked for a plus size pageant and I had entered Miss plus America pageant. I won the state of Illinois and went on to the national competition. Yeah. Didn't I, I placed, I did pretty well for my first time out. And okay. I met a lot of people. Okay. I think I placed like 11th overall and in, in my category. So I'm, um, I'm like, okay, not bad. Right. Not a, for a first uh, pageant. I mean, and not knowing what to expect at all. And I met these friends that I still have to this day mm-hmm. that, we get together, we talk, we we share experiences, and we do volunteer work together. And so that's really how I started getting into it. Then it became about challenging myself and continuing to better myself. Pageantry is not one of those things that you just walk into and all of a sudden you win. Thank you don't. You, <laughs> you, you don't. <laughs> you have to just like many things, you have to pair, prepare, prepare, you have to plan i i had actually this was then the next pageant that i had done uh and i trained yes i said trained trained for a year for this title so i had gotten the miss plus intercontinental america title okay. and then when i want when i received the america title i had a year to plan for the competition because of covid so it was a it was a good for me in the aspect that i had more time to cultivate what kind of image i wanted to portray from head to toe and it's not just in fashion but it's also in What's your mental state going to be when you're there? How you want the judges to see you? How do you want other people to hear your speech and your tone and what you're saying? Because words matter, right? So that's actually how I got into it and how I continued to kind of evolve myself and to continue to challenge myself. And and I ended up winning a world title, which... Know, honey. Oh, She's... I was crying. <laughs> I, I was one of those people saying, Oh, I'm not gonna cry when I win. If I win, okay. I cried like a baby, but it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. You know what? Because there's there's women that one, they think they might be too old, you know, they've never done something like that before. And and this is why I love having these conversations, because again, I, I want women to to know that we're just like you you know i i am all for the authenticity and being vulnerable and transparent you know we we need to have genuine conversations and, and not mm-hmm. sort of put on a facade because we all go right. through the same things you know we all experience the same things maybe at different times you know but you know as women we're clearly going through a lot of the same things um and so i love hearing about your journey and you know, for you to place like that, you know, for your first pageant, I mean, to me, that's still an accomplishment. So, um, Mm -hmm. if there was a woman, you know, who, of course she's listening to this and she's never done a pageant, right. And she's thinking Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I still can't do that. What is your advice to her, especially if she may be in the older demographic?
1: Sure. Absolutely. So let's talk about age first. Yes. I am 48 years old, 48 years young, 48, 48 years young. Yes. Well, will go 48 years young, but (laughs) it's, it's all about your mental state that you have on yourself. Age is just a number. I, I, I never would have imagined putting limits on myself when I started this process, but yet I was always putting limits on myself sure. and by putting limits on yourself, you don't attain or achieve greatness or things that were even better than you could have ever have imagined. Right. So with that being said, if there is something you want to do, then go out and do it when they say carpe diem, right? Seize right. The day. <laughs> I, I had always, one of my dreams was always to learn how to surf I don't know why, That's where I cool. got this from, That's cool. but what did I do when I was in Hawaii for a photo shoot? I figure I'm in Waikiki beach. Yeah, I'm 48 years old, but it's okay. I learned how to surf. I love it. I did longboard and I actually stood up and it was the fact that I <laughs> took a moment. I did. I stood up. I got it right. Really nice. That's what up, I was visualizing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but. I knew that it was something that I was passionate about trying and doing. And the passion that you have for something will determine if you achieve it or if it kind of sets you back a little bit. So if you're thinking about doing pageantry, it's never too late to start. What you need to do is find the pageant that's right for you. Mm -hmm. There are many, many pageants out there. And. If you're you're a winner, you have to remember that you're the representative for that system. So you really need to believe in what that pageant stands for. So read their missions, their values, their philosophy, uh, see how past winners are, what they've done, what they've achieved, what legacy they have left behind, and then see yourself in that spot. If you can envision yourself in that spot, then you start to prepare and plan and get ready because once you do win, it is a whirlwind that you can (laughs) never imagine. So you never know unless you try. So get out there and do it. I love it. I, it. I,
0: I love that. Absolutely you never know unless you try, you know, and you're not too old. Absolutely not. You're not too old. And maybe some of the, the women don't even um, realize that there are pageants, there are different pageants. And of course, there's different age divisions, you know, so yes. um, some of them, well, well, let's just talk about that. So yeah. do you, so let's just talk about that. I will say in my experience, um, I personally have not necessarily wanted to compete with like a 19 year old <laughs> for example you know Why? Why? I mean I could <laughs> let's be honest but I'm just saying I have of course my own requirements for a pageant right um, but Absolutely. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking of a woman who might be older um, and depending sure. on the type of pageant you know sometimes mm-hmm. they have Uh, age divisions that are are already together like that. Um, Just what's one, what's one thing that she would tell her in relative to her confidence, you know, to still go ahead and just do that. Even if she's competing against people that are younger than her.
1: Yes. Even if you're competing against people that are younger, which there are plenty, as you mentioned, that have different age categories. I won my age category, which was over 35. Mm-hmm. So um, there's an 18 to 30, 30 35, and then uh, 36 on up. So the one thing that you need to remember is this pageantry isn't about all the fluff and the frill. It's really about the confidence that a woman exudes when she's on stage and answering those questions as to if she is the winner or not. And it's very interesting when you go to a pageant and you're sitting there. First, you never compare yourself to other people, but as a judge or somebody that has done pageants in the past, you can sit there and you'll see which women have that confidence. You, I mean, you can pretty much name your top five sometimes just by sitting and watching and not observing. Right. Even whenever you watch maybe Miss Universe or Miss America on right. TV, right. you see the confidence difference in women as they come across that stage. And that really is the key factor to winning. It's what is that confidence that that woman is displaying not only in her answers, but her humility and her presence that she exudes to other people. So okay. believe in yourself. Oh, Remember, absolutely. nobody else is, is going to do it. You have to do it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because I think we can all, we, we can agree that sometimes um, the process is, is not always easy you know, especially with any type of transformation or growth, you know, when for someone who may be new to pageantry, um, it might be something that maybe no one else in her family has ever tried, you know, so she's kind of stepping out on a limb and and doing something different. Um, Do you, what would you recommend um, for her as far as Um, coaches or you know would you recommend for her to join sort of an organization to increase her public speaking skills what would you what would your advice be for her on that side
1: Sure. Depending on how introverted she is, um, would determine on if a, if a speaking group, something, uh, I know that there was a group called Toastmasters. Toastmasters mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. used to be, was really good with helping people to present in front of others. But my thing is, is that you need to start with who you are at your core. So take time and invest in yourself, sit down, get a journal, Mm. and start writing, start writing the thoughts for the day, whether they're positive or negative thoughts about yourself for every negative thought that you say about yourself and what you write down, which, I mean, let's face it, we'll write something down. That's uh, Mm -hmm. I think I wrote down the other day is, um, I, I wish my, I wish my calves were, um, uh, I wouldn't get Charlie Horse in my cab, or, <laughs> or you know, I wish my thighs—I wish my thighs were thinner. Okay, no, <laughs> that's one. good one. I wish my thighs were thinner. For every negative one that you write down, you have to write a positive one mm-hmm. as the next one because you need to counter it, balance it out, and then you'll get to the point where you're just putting down things. Oh, I like my smile. I like my eyes. I'm happy with the way that my curves are. Mm
0: -hmm. You'll start
1: getting to that point. So it's just an example, but take an opportunity to journal on a daily basis about things that happen in your daily life and how you feel. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. Once you get to that point where you're determining how you feel, determine really what your core values and your beliefs are. How do you truly want to live your life? Do you want to live it with humility? Do you want to live it with happiness and love and encourage, be able, be able to encourage or inspire or motivate other people? Know what those things are, because those are the things that you're going to use to kind of help get yourself into that embodiment. Mm-hmm. And that is really where you should start. Start with working on you and who you are. That will help develop your confidence. And then, once you do have that confidence developed a little more, talk to yourself
0: positively. I it all
1: the time. <laughs> People will be like, my mom, my there's I, uh, my father passed away, so it's it's oh, mom true. and I in the house now. And um, thank you. And so she'll be like, who are you talking to downstairs? Oh, myself, you know, (laughs) and, and the reason I talk to myself is because I'm trying to get my enunciation better or my speech better or getting more comfortable saying things or, and whenever you, whenever you present yourself to people, you want to make sure that they understand you. So you, you want to make sure your enunciation is good. And then Start looking at questions because a lot of pageantry is answering questions, Yes. (laughs) not only during competition. And there are many websites that offer pageant questions and then just start doing them. If you feel like you still need that extra support, there are plenty of pageant coaches out there. Mm -hmm. That if you want somebody, I'm happy to guide them to them or Mm -hmm. I've actually done coaching as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm happy to find a coach. I did work with a coach, Mm -hmm. even though I've done public speaking and uh, I actually worked with somebody who is just incredible and went through this whole process with me about let's make sure that we get it and how are we going to get it. It's you got to believe in you first. So. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: Absolutely. The, to the queen, my queens, uh, listening, you, you have to believe in yourself. You know, sometimes you're, you're not going to have the support. And I think we can agree to that. Uh, because as we mentioned, transformation is a process. And um, I certainly can say I have even uh, experienced uh, on my journey, which I imagine you can relate to um, is that when you really start to grow and you want to become this next, um best sort of best version of yourself you tend to outgrow people sometimes you know oh yeah and you need a new circle and and new people new energies around you Um, you know so to to the ladies listening um definitely believe in yourself and, and even if you don't have the support um definitely keep putting one foot in front of the other and know that along the path um I believe you will meet the right people. You will align to the right people. So absolutely.
1: absolutely, you do. You do come to. You do come across people in your life at certain periods that you need for certain reasons, mm-hmm. and we really, we really need to remember that. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I just got it.
0: So tell us about uh, sort of your your miss plus intercontinental, you got this fabulous crown and, you know, you know, a leader. What, what do you have going on? Kind of what's, what's next for you? What's next for Queen Wendy?
1: Well, I, I have a little bit happening. So, um, a a little bit more about me, as you mentioned, I'm working on my PhD. I am, which is going to be in organizational leadership. I, I am studying. I'm a second year student right now. I start my residency. I, think next year with my dissertation. Fabulous. So I'm doing that. I am learning Korean right now. If I didn't have enough on my plate, I'm learning Korean, which is the story all in itself. But I as a part of my reign, I do hope to go to Korea and mm-hmm. um, make some appearances there as well as um, do a photo shoot while I'm there. Okay. So in order to prepare for that, I am learning Korean which has been really fun. It's <laughs> so hard, but it's 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 been interesting. I I first started actually incidentally back in April. I had come home from the hospital. I'm a regional director and you know COVID has just been hammering uh, associates that work in hospitals whether they're in clinical or non-clinical roles and I find myself home at night unable to 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 watch the news or tv because it was always it was all about covid and i'm like i can't keep hearing it i just i make it right. stop please right. <laughs> make it stop right. so i would go to those apps that utilize that that have movies or things on them and i was on one and this movie came up And I'm like, the king. I'm like, well, I'm a queen, so (laughs) I want to go watch the king. So I started watching it, and about five minutes into it, I realized it wasn't going to, they weren't going to speak English, and it was Korean. So I'm (laughs) like, I better turn the subtitles on and watch it again. And and so it was a Korean drama. Mm. And so I was like, wow, that was really good. I wonder if there are more out there so (laughs) now I've gotten to the point that not only is it the preparation for going to Korea why I'm learning the Korean but also because I don't want to read subtitles anymore (laughs) so (laughs) so I I'm learning Korean so I don't have to read subtitles (laughs) Uh, I I know it's it's funny right but it's it's true you missed some but Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm doing that. I am planning to go to South Africa to speak at a women's conference. So hopefully that won't get canceled. Uh, That is women leaders that uh, come to that conference and they're more that middle manager level. So trying to help them to attain the next level in their careers. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm speaking at another conference in March I do crown my successor in March, which oh I'm God. very sad about. Oh but I'm God. so excited and happy about the journey that this next person's going to be on. Sure. I, yeah. So it, it'll it'll be it it'll be bittersweet. I'm sad. I know. I mean, also, <laughs> because I've had such a wonderful and amazing journey, and. It really where I was five six years ago i I really felt like a failure in my life, even though i've I've accomplished so many wonderful and amazing things and and i I'm at where I'm at, but I really felt like a failure because my personal life hasn't been to where I wanted it to be with the fact of having somebody in my life to share it with and and having children and my career was like excelling by leaps and bounds. And unfortunately, sometimes in society, people will make you feel that way, like you are a failure, because you haven't accomplished one thing or done something that they feel is important. And so we have these unrealistic expectations sometimes that we place on ourselves. Yes. And that's what I was doing. Well, I'm 40. I'm not married. I'm 41. I'm not married. It kept, And it just kept going up and up and up. And so now I look at it. Yeah, I'm 48. I'm not married. But you know what? I'm not settling. Amen. I've waited this long. I'm going to wait for somebody that's going to be that perfect person for me. Absolutely. And they need to catch up to, I mean, I don't want to say this like to sound cocky in any capacity, but they need to catch up to who I am today, because need I'm to not be on going your level. to, yes, exactly, because I'm not going to dumb myself down, or be who I'm not, in order just to have somebody in my life, absolutely, not. so, mm. get on
0: the,
1: get on the right bus, right, right, you get on the <laughs> right bus. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, because you know, we could, oh, that would be like a whole different conversation, a whole different podcast, just talking about that, so, But yes, yes, no, absolutely. I mean, my, my Queens, know that's my, I wouldn't say, of course, my only premise, but, you know, clearly not settling, um, in life or relationships. It's not just relationships, but it's, it's life as well. And, um, relationships is a huge place that I, I do believe, you know, women tend to settle, you know, because we're kind of conditioned with the fairy tales and, you know, we've taken that into adulthood, um. So yeah, that and
1: why, why do we do that? Really? Why do we do that? Honestly? Yes. Well, well, the guys didn't get anything. I
0: mean, we got what Cinderella and yeah. beauty and the beast and snow mm-hmm. white and all, all this, all this fantasy, fantastical stuff. And, and they didn't get anything, you know? So it's, yeah. it's, I, I understand, of course, I understand the consciousness, um, mm-hmm. However, you know, we, we just, it, it's just, we're not settling. There's no, there's no other way for me to say that uh, we deserve better, you know, and we do deserve someone, of course, that is on our level, because as you said, you're not dumbing down and no, no woman should have to dumb herself down. You know, you should absolutely yeah. be fully, wholly, purely authentically you and shine your light bright. That's my stance, you know. Um, so that's why I said in the beginning we're not, you know, dumbing anything down or diminishing you in any type of way. Uh, yeah. When I learned about some of your credentials, uh, we, we have to celebrate all of your fabulosity. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a big proponent for that. Uh, absolutely. No, we, we have to be fully authentically you and unapologetic about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely appreciate you, you know, letting them know because a lot of women are in that space um, and on that journey and, and unfortunately feeling like they might be a failure just because they don't, you know, have kids or they're not in a relationship Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you're, you're not defined by that. Um, I tell them all the time, ladies, you're not defined by your relationship status. There's more to life than that. You
1: know There is, there is. And I think once you get beyond that, once you realize that that's really not what it's about, you become even more incredible and fabulous in who you are, because then you grow as a person by leaps and bounds. And whenever you grow as a person, then you have all these amazing and wonderful things happen in your life. Yes. And um, it's the ride is much sweeter than you could have ever imagined. Oh, you know, so. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I am very grateful uh, to, you know, have a queen like you uh, on the podcast. You know, I'm sure that the ladies listening uh, will definitely, you know, take some, some fabulous nuggets from you. Um, so I have a question. Sure. <laughs> so if <clears throat> We're going to do the Oprah question. <laughs> oh so, uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, though I am a you know I used to watch Super Soul all the time, of course. Um, of course. Yes, of course. So, your ten year old self, mm. your ten year old self, yeah. talk to talk, talk to her. If you were talking to her, mm-hmm. what would you tell her?
1: It's okay that you're different from everybody else. As a child, I was, um, I was always, I was overweight as a child. And at that time, not many people were overweight. I was the last picked for sports. If there were teams picked. and I just remember feeling so defeated because I wasn't like all my skinny friends and I didn't have the sports athleticism that my skinny friends had it all attributed to my weight. Somehow I, you know, so it's okay to be different. Embrace your curves because there's lots of women out there that wish that they had them. Amen. so and it gets better it gets better (laughs) and don't be so hard on yourself right (laughs) Right. no no
0: absolutely absolutely I think if a lot of us kind of you know knew back then growing up what we know now we we certainly would have made different choices you know
1: um absolutely it's about being more kinder and gentler to ourselves who we are as women And, and once we begin to do that, you begin to heal Mm -hmm. and you begin to actually truly find that, that happiness that you don't know that you needed that you'll get. So absolutely, absolutely. All right. So
0: I just have one, one more question here. Actually, we're gonna have a little bit of fun before I let
1: the- Oh, fun! Like
0: <laughs> oh, we of fun here. Just, just, just a fun question. So, favorites,
1: favorite food. Ooh, favorite food. Oh, I'm addicted to pizza. Ah, good. Okay. I, you know, being from <laughs> Chicago, I'm just saying Chicago pizza is the best. But, um, but yeah, pizza. I, I do. I love to cook and I love to bake. So. I, I have a tendency to cook a lot of Italian. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. What about Oh no, what
0: did you What about your I'm sorry. Favorite, your favorite TV show.
1: TV show. Well, I actually don't watch TV much anymore. I'm like addicted to K dramas now. So they consume most of my time. Most of my free time when I can watch TV, but, um, you know, I like David Muir okay. world news tonight, Okay. David Muir. Yeah. He's yeah. He's good. Okay. I get, th- I get all the news in a half hour. It's all crammed in the 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. But <laughs> well, I just, as you say, like, you know, I tell people don't watch the news right before you go to bed, you know, don't take in the negativity before you go to bed.
1: Absolutely. This is it. This is it. Like 530 Chicago time. So I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. So growing up, what was your favorite cartoon character?
1: I liked Casper. <gasps> wow. Okay. Casper, I did. I liked Casper, <laughs> the friendly ghost, because People were scared of him, but he was really nice. He was. And because they was. they in and, the and here's the thing people kept judging him by what he was and what he looked like. Very true. And but he was he was a friendly ghost. And his friend was, and he had a friend named Wendy. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's funny. He, did, he had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy the way Wendy. Oh my gosh. Wendy wasn't that, So Casper. Oh, that is so, okay. Okay.
0: Cool. Did you have a favorite um
1: Didn't expect that one, did you? I know.
0: Casper, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. The friendly ghost, Okay. I was not expecting that. Um uh, what is like a I say like a it's not a teddy bear, but like it's not a teddy bear because you do you remember Teddy Ruxpin? Back in the I day? do remember
1: Teddy Ruxpin. Okay. I do you remember? Okay. So, do you remember Teddy (laughs) Rucker?
0: Good. See. Okay. So then, like, what was your favorite? Maybe um, it's not an action figure, but like, is it Cabbage Patch doll or Barbie? Like, what did you like growing up?
1: Girl, I was all about strawberry shortcake. Oh my gosh. Strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. And all of her friends. Right. Lemon, lemon meringue. Purple pie man. He was the bad guy. <laughs> but yes. Strawberry shortcake and all her friends. Oh, I what? loved that. And the little, there was a, a tree house that mm-hmm. I used to have that had these little tiny people that we you would be able to play in the tree house. So. Oh, but yeah, purple. I still actually have my strawberry shortcake dolls wow. in the attic. Oh, and um, I was actually up there in the attic not too long ago and I opened it up the air still smells I'm so, oh my God. I was so excited I was like oh, it still smells it's strawberry shortcake oh my yeah. gosh
0: wow <laughs> yeah see this they, they wouldn't even know about that oh my gosh Teddy Ruxpin and yeah. strawberry shortcake they wouldn't even know Casper the friendly ghost yeah they wouldn't know
1: about that oh I yeah. love it I I had cabbage packs too but It was really, it was strawberry shortcake was number one. She was, she was my girl, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Very, very cool. A lot of fun facts. Do you
1: have a favorite destination yet? Travel place. Of course. It's Aruba. I love. Aruba. It is amazing there. The water is like bath water. It's so warm and blue. And uh, the people are so incredibly nice. I, right. I always try to make it a point to surround myself with people that are good people. Yes. And when you go to the island of Aruba, you you are embraced by the, the people that live there. And hmm. uh, they're just amazing. It's just an amazing place. And it's so clean. And they, people speak like four and five languages. It's it's wow. just it's awesome. Aruba is wonderful. I like Hawaii for the ohana, okay. you know that family spirit. But uh, but yeah, Aruba is still my number one. Okay. Okay. Right, all right. Well,
0: wonderful. So we've got some fun facts from Queen Wendy. So just to kind of close us out here, um, you gave us a lot of good information, you know, about a woman believing in herself, of course, having the confidence, um, even if a woman is older, <laughs> that she can uh, still, you know, enter into a pageant that she pretty much should muster up the courage to go ahead and take that leap of faith and and do something different. Um, and yeah. you talking to your 10 year old self, um, you know, you said it's okay to be different. And I I really love that, um, you know, in, in a world that tries to sort of put you in a box, you yeah. know, it's, it's okay to be different and, and, you know, shine your light in the way that you should. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really, really love that. Um, just kind of one last final note uh, for the for the queens of course my queens listening you know what is something what is something that a woman that she would tell um, a woman to do if she is not necessarily you know happy um, in her life because you you know uh, told us that you at some point felt like you were a failure and I love the vulnerability like that you know that's what I feel that we need so we know that we're more alike than we are Uh, you know, that we're more alike than we are uh, different. What would you tell her kind of as sort of a first step uh, or in the process of getting to maybe a happier place if she's kind of feeling like, uh, I'm just not where I want to be?
1: Sure. The first Uh, thing is to realize that there needs to be a change. And the only way to make that change is if you identify and realize that a change needs to be made. So there are some people that I have encountered in my past. And we, you know, you had mentioned earlier about how you surround yourself with friends, and sometimes you outgrow those friends. Well, sometimes you can be around a friend that is that continue continual negative person that continues to thrive on that. Mm-hmm. And so what you really need to do is acknowledge that there needs to be a change in your life. Because If you continue, oh, I'm not happy, oh, I'm not happy, I'm not happy, that's never going to change if you keep saying that mantra in your head. So realize that you need to make a change and then start making those changes. Very small at first. Maybe it's doing daily affirmations, which I am a big supporter of. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Start your day with just one, you get out of bed and you say, something nice and something good and then when you get to the bathroom and you're looking in the mirror as you're getting ready in the morning say an affirmation for yourself I what was that Saturday night Live used to have a Stuart Smalley's <laughs> but you can to get a laugh you can look those up but um, there to, to start with daily affirmations we're inundated right with information overload, overload. so go to the internet. If you need help in saying, hey, I don't even know where to start about what kind of an affirmation or whatever. So go out, do some research, and then find things that connect with you and resonate with you for, res- for things that you would want to say to yourself on a daily basis. And if you continue to do these little steps, little by little, you'll continue to grow. Now, let's face it, some of us do need intervention, right? Some (laughs) of us. And so if you feel like you can't do it on your own, especially in the beginning, there are plenty of opportunities and plenty of organizations and plenty of people that are out there, whether it's a psychologist, psychiatrist, a a, uh, counselor, I'm a big supporter. in the fact, you know, coming from healthcare, you know, if you need help, you reach out for it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's finding a group online through the mental, the American Mental Health Association, or or something like something like that, or looking for a a therapist or somebody in your area that can help with that. There are plenty of coaches out there, life coaches Mm -hmm. out there. Um, And but as I mentioned, there is a ton of information on the internet. So You could always get some ideas there. Absolutely, (laughs) and obviously, watch watch your podcast.
0: (laughs) Sure, (laughs) great
1: content, great content.
0: Yeah. Right, listen to the podcast, listen to positive affirmations. I'm a hundred percent um there with you on that. Very, very big on affirmations. I actually uh, have them playing on on the TV right now. So uh, oh, yes, I, I make sure that my my uh consciousness is inundated with the positivity, you know.
1: Right. Um yeah, so I'm very and if, big some, on that. and if something brings you down, stay away from it. Amen. So if you, if you get depressed and stuff like that, or bummed out by looking at Facebook, don't look at Facebook.
0: Right.
1: You know, so. Right. and around and yourself with positivity.
0: Right, and a good point that you also made uh, was to not compare. You know, and I know social media, unfortunately, kind of, it kind of sets that precedent and, you know, people tend to get lost uh, and, and think, you know that people's lives are just so great sometimes when we know in reality um it's just a highlight reel right it's just
1: a highlight um so that is true and i myself i look different when i don't have makeup on when i right. don't have the prime sash on <laughs> right. you know we're all different and it's okay it is so incredible.
0: It is okay, it's okay to be different in the words of Queen Wendy. Own your queenness, your highness. Thank Queen you, oh, wait, <laughs> Right. Thank you, no, thank you um, so much for for coming on the podcast. Um, I know I know that they will, like I said, take a lot of um, great information and wisdom. Uh, I, I love you know you're 48 years young. Let's be clear.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: and still and still fabulous. And and um, I love that you have gotten to a place where you know you you. Know, love yourself, or at least have loved yourself better than it was before, Um, you know, and and that's inspiring for women, you know, women, we we need examples of that, and like I said, I think we need to to see each other um, in a different, in a different context, so we know that, again, we are more alike than we are different, and a lot of times we're on the same journey and dealing with a lot of the same things, you
1: know. Uh, Yes, and and when you get to that point, People that are close to you and surround you will notice the change in you. Sure. I have a very dear friend who um, I go to concerts with, concerts with, and uh, we had just got had breakfast a couple of a couple of months ago, and he said to me, "He goes, my dear, you are glowing. I have mm. never seen you so happy and so." Radiating, he goes. That. You've always been like this, but it's, it's, it's just so much more now. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, "What? You're <laughs> <laughs> right." But it's it's just a true testament for the work that I've done, that I've put in to myself, Absolutely. and that's what you need to do. Put the work into yourself because then you'll be where I am today. Love it. <laughs> I
0: love it. Thank you. Um, Thank you again for coming on on the podcast. Again, I I know that they they get um, exactly what they need. You know, I, I believe in the synchronicities and the serendipities, um, and, and it's no coincidence that you and I are here together in this time and space, no. none at all. Um, so thank you again, um, and hopefully we will definitely stay in contact. Um, oh, let, yes, let let um, let the listeners know how they can uh, stay in contact with you.
1: Sure. Please follow me on my Instagram page. Um I am actually Roach, R-O-A-C-H dot Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y. So you can find me on my Instagram and feel free to send me questions. I'm more than happy to help out any way that I can. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And I also have a webpage at wendymroach.com. Or you can write me an email at wendymroach at att.net. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Well, once again, thank you, Queen Wendy. Uh, thank and we'll you. certainly be in our, t- we will be chatting soon. Of course, this is not the end of, of, uh, Queen Dish and Queen Wendy, <laughs> uh, yep. but again, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for the wisdom, um, and, and the, the good vibes, um, and the knowledge that you, that you brought to those that will, will be listening to this and, and that will see this. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Bye-bye.